0: We love it. They make it so easy. And we have a link in our show notes for you. Thanks. I hope you enjoy this episode. Good afternoon, Terry. How are you
1: today? Hey, Manya. I am pretty good.
0: How about you? I'm also doing pretty well. And As our loyal listeners will know, I think one of the reasons we're both doing really well is that this is our favorite thing to do. Yeah,
1: I know, (laughs) I know. Yep, this is the countdown. Once we know this day is here, it's like, yay, we get to do this. Yeah, it is our favorite thing to do.
0: Exactly, it is very fun to um, talk about friendship and all the different aspects of it and today we're going to talk about a topic that can feel a little controversial to people, I think for some people mm-hmm. how to talk to your friends who have different, different. political viewpoints than you mm-hmm. do this
1: is a this can be a fraught
0: subject, especially these days
1: yeah uh, it and it doesn't when I I saw first saw the title it I realized that it is not only friends it really is it extends what we're going to talk about is specifically with friends but it also extends in this climate with family with coworkers. it just is really rather all encompassing
0: yeah we we live in some uh, divisive times mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. politics is one of the things that can be really difficult to talk about, but, you know, it's one of those, uh, I remember growing up, there was some sort of saying, or people talked about you, you know, impolite company, you don't talk about, uh, politics or religion. Right. right. And so I think it's always been something people have pretty strong viewpoints about that can, um, ignite some passions, shall we say. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, it got me thinking a couple of things immediately to as an adolescent and then as an adult, just how, how those things were handled both in family and um, among, and then really looking at um, my friends and see, and trying to recall or recalling when it's where we're chatting just how those conversations went or if they went at all. So right. that's another one. Yeah, seriously. Um, so what were your thoughts about it when you think about the the whole topic and, really? and the, the world we live in, especially now? As I
0: was thinking about this, I realized I definitely have tended to ignore political and just to add to it religious topics i tend to you know those are not subjects i just tend to want to share a lot about um and i didn't feel i had very strong political views although to be sure i'm sure i did have them but i did not feel that i had really strong views until recently when when politics you know, became a little more difficult for some Mm -hmm. people. And I definitely delved a little bit more into it and started to, you know, talk about it a little bit with, with friends. Um, But it's interesting, you know, one of the articles that we talked about said that, you know, 40% of registered voters don't have a single close friend who has backed a different presidential candidate than they did
1: yes was it back to different or yep yes that 40% of people had right right that they weren't on the same page with it right right I mean also
0: let's flip that statistic that means 60% of people do
1: Do. but
0: that's a you know if you think about we always talk about number of friends number of close friends that people have Mm -hmm. you know if you've if you've got just a handful of close friends and Um, you know, you probably, it's probably likely that you have similar political views. Um, because, you know, we choose friendships based on commonalities and often an outlook on life is one of those commonalities and a political view often aligns with your outlook on life.
1: Right. Right. And yeah, which that outlook. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you were, I was. I was thinking as you were saying that, though. But and yes, and that does make perfect sense because it's one of the characteristics of why you're, um you become friends with certain people and and not yeah. others. So right, right, right. Even if, yeah. I think, and I think for
0: for some of us too, we're talking about uh, that particular statistics was, was close friends. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean that those 40% of people don't have friends of other levels or other stripes who are voting differently. But I think, you know, I think it's interesting that basically about, you know, half of us have close friends who kind of maybe think a little bit differently about politics than we do. And about half Mm -hmm. of us have, you know, kind of people who align with what we're thinking.
1: Right. Well, I have a question for you just around the topic, and it's the first thing I, well, the second thing I thought of. um, I realized that when I look at conversations and things um, or get-togethers or gatherings with my friends, uh, like an honest, true political conversation, I don't recall having. I mean, people might express opinions about certain candidates or things like that, but there's no um, unless I'm missing something, but yeah. So I don't know that there's been proactive discussions of, well, what do you think about so-and-so and what about this candidate um, yeah. or something like that? Yeah. And that could be more personal on my side too, because I'm examining my tendency too, is to just kind of listen and absorb. So that's another, that's another podcast, but is another um, podcast. But I think,
0: but yes. you know, when you were saying that I was thinking like, I definitely haven't had what I would consider sort of a really deep conversation about politics. Um, Right. And and when I say that I'm thinking about like those, you know, middle of the night conversations you have with your friends in college.
1: Exactly. Sitting on
0: someone's in, on the bed in someone's dorm room. And you're all just having this really deep conversation Mm -hmm. where you're figuring out life. Um, I definitely have not had that kind of conversation about politics any time recently um, but you know one of the so we've kind of been talking about just the conversation aspect of it and, and how right. does that work for friends but you know it's interesting one of the articles we read was talking about if you're looking at voting in particular mm-hmm. um, that people have very different reasons for choosing a candidate and they can be this is one of those things where it seems like you're talking about the same thing, but you might not really be talking about the same thing because maybe the, maybe if you're just, we'll just pick a, a candidate, right? There's a, a candidate for a local office and some, and you were looking at them through a particular lens of an issue that's important to you. Right, right. And then I'm looking at them through a different lens of a different issue that's important to me. And mm-hmm. we end up making, you know, one of us chooses to Different vote for decisions. that person right.
1: and the other chooses right.
0: not to. And that can seem, I think, you know, that can seem like a barrier, but I, you know, I don't really talk to people about, in depth about, well, what was it about that candidate that was, you know, appealing mm-hmm. to you? Or, mm-hmm. or what, what issue are you voting on, right? Some people are one issue voters. And, um, you know, if the person... Opposes or supports gun control or abortion or you know funding for a particular program, mm-hmm. then that's it. Whatever the re- whatever the rest of that candidate's beliefs are don't matter because it's that yes. issue that somebody right. votes
1: on. Right.
0: Right. Um, but I think it's you know I think it's interesting. I um, you know ch- choosing to vote for somebody doesn't really mean that you believe in all of that candidate's values and um you know things that they believe yeah it's a hard it's a hard i mean it's, it's, as we know it can be hard to to vote if you're talking about voting
1: but right. um
0: right yeah so how let's just say we have a friend who has pretty different political views than us mm-hmm. than i do than you do how can we be friends or have conversations with them about politics and have it not end the friendship?
1: Well, I think it's it it almost has to be and the reason why I'm kind of like forming my words in my head for because this really is a very um very real topic for me where family is concerned Mm -hmm. and just so it's kind of like a related role of how do I insert myself or not insert myself into those those differences but um I I'm just looking at me personally if um a conversation started and I wasn't sure part of it could be you know you know, I think other people might articulate their position on it more than I can. Mine would be more of a visceral kind of gut thing, whether or Mm -hmm. not um, it's something I support or I'm opposed to. But um, yeah, I think I would would be an absorber. I'm an absorber of the information to see where people are. So that doesn't answer your question. But... You know, it's it's interesting because some people, one
0: of the things we were, I was discovering in the research is some people really do identify like their political beliefs or the party that they support is a really big part of their identity. And for some people, I, I would put myself, I think, yeah. part of this, that, that my point mm-hmm. doesn't feel to me like my politics is a big part of my identity. I, I'm sure that it is, but... It's not kind of the thing that I lead with, and I think right. when we're if you if if one were to be in a position to criticize a particular political view or a particular candidate, if the person hearing it really identifies it's with opposition. that right. that that's going to be a really difficult you know conversation because now you've essentially criticized them, you know? right right.
1: But that's, so going back to what you were, you were originally talking about the next step in that scenario has to do with how deep the friendship is Right. to be able to balance out that opposing point of view and beliefs right. in certain things. Um, right. and, and their, and beliefs in what the path forward is is politically to do something right um so you know and if it's uh it, it could do one of two things if it's a fairly new friendship it could kind of like put you know be the end of the new mm-hmm. friendship because this is that's the exploration part of friendship that somebody's finding out about who you are and what your um political perspective is right and if it doesn't right. mesh with theirs yeah Right. And it's it's absolutely possible that
0: someone holds a view that is just um just horrific to you. And if somebody believes that I am not going to be their friend. And or mm-hmm. or because of something in particular, I believe somebody is not going to be my friend. And I mean, that's absolutely fair. Um, you know, I have I was we we're thinking about this topic. I was thinking about all the people that I know and yeah. close friends and not close friends and I have um some friends who I utterly adore who mm-hmm. I am 98% sure have the in the kind of umbrella way have the opposite political views than I do. Um you know, based on the occasional social media post or or something I've heard them say, like not me imagining that they have right, opposing right. views. Um, but it's interesting. These are friends with whom I have never thought to talk about politics. And if we don't talk about politics, I just, it's it's, it's fine. I'm uh, not going to, you know, they're part of my life for all sorts of reasons. And they're important to me. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, nobody has ever, we've never had the conversation where we sort of, stare each other down um
1: but it's Knock interesting out, because right? i
0: do you know i have seen them and heard them express views that are just not at all what i would be expressing um mm-hmm. but because that's not an aspect of a relationship that we spend any time on mm-hmm. um we're still able to have the friendship which is which is odd so i think
1: and, so, and to continue that, it's something that you both know that there's differing points of view, but have never brought it to the, um, or decided, or innately decided to, like, we're not going to come to, we're not going to have a point counterpoint. On
0: yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if we and did, we wouldn't be friends. <laughs>
1: right so you know maybe that's it's probably very conscious and too much and i value their friendship too much that i'm going to stop right where i am with that and
0: uh, yeah and you know in these instances with these individuals i'm thinking about that is the decision that i've made i'm sure i've made Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i'm sure i've met people with very similar views to what these individuals hold who I am not friends with because of their political views. So Mm -hmm. it's, you know, I, like you said, it depends on the relationship, but you know, if, if you've got a friend who's, you know, got different political views um, you know, one of the ways to not lose that friend is actually to set up some boundaries. Mm -hmm. And I think in this case we have sort of accidentally or, you know, on our own, set up our own boundaries. Right. Um, it's right. not something we sat down and said, You believe this, I believe this, you know, let's build a wall. Right. But I think we just sort of naturally mm-hmm. came to we just need to build a boundary to maintain this friendship. Um and you know, the other the other thing and some of the research we were talking about is um you know, if you, if you are talking about politics with somebody and, you know, to really be curious about their viewpoint and listening to them and having a conversation with the goal of understanding what mm-hmm. they're, where they're coming from, not mm-hmm. the goal of shouting them down or proving them wrong, but mm-hmm. the, you know, you are my friend, I trust you. Tell me how you tell me how it is that you voted for this person. I don't understand. Right. And then and then sitting back and actually listening to the answer.
1: Right. Whether right. Whether or not just just to it's a very healthy way of understanding each other. And you you mentioned two of the things that we found in the research, too, about you mentioned setting boundaries and just Mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, unspoken, or you do decide to say those, those topics, we're just going to keep them in a certain place. And then the other important thing is building trust and either trust that you can share with me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm fine with that. So there's one aspect of it, but just, I think just in general, trusting the person enough with your friendship that, nothing will be done to, to break it or hurt it.
0: Right. And, and yeah, it's sort of, I, I think that trust is a key piece, especially, mm-hmm. especially if having, if, if you are inclined or want to be actually talking about, um, you know, the difference in political views and, you know, one phrase that I I think we've all probably heard a lot of, over the past several years, is the echo chamber, which is mm-hmm. when we only hang out with people who believe the same things that we do, who, um, you know, vote exactly the same way we do, What, however you want to slice it, then we're only hearing what we want to hear. We're only hearing one part of the, of the whole. Mm-hmm. And I think one value to being open to having friends with different political views in as much whatever that looks like for you it Mm -hmm. doesn't mean befriending somebody who believes in something you abhor but being open to understanding where that person is coming from right um right you know and you know reasonable people Mm -hmm. can hear the same pieces of information and disagree on the on what it means, or on the outcome, mm-hmm. um, or what to do about it. So I think it's a it's a it's a point of um, sort of recognizing that you know smart, intelligent,
1: mm-hmm. caring, reasonable people, <laughs> right?
0: You know, can hear the exact same thing. I mean, the thing is though we are not really all hearing the same thing now. And that is part of the challenge. Back when you and I were kids, mm-hmm. um, many of our listeners as well, you know, there were three possible TV stations, maybe five, depending right. on where you lived. So right. everybody watched effectively the same news. If you watched mm-hmm. ABC News, everybody got the same news. Mm-hmm. And it's different now with social media and all of the different channels. So we are able to for to a large degree just hear the information that we want to be hearing and just hear from the people that we want to hear from right and i get that there it's hard to
1: many there's many different there's many different perspectives on a lot of different topics and they all have spokespeople and people who have platforms
0: Right. Yeah, so that are available. Be,
1: And I absolutely
0: appreciate how hard it can be to hear from the other side. If we're if we're talking mm-hmm. about something that just has two sides, right? Let's mm-hmm. just say every choice is binary, there's the yes or the no. Right, um, right. If you fully believe the yes side, it can be really difficult to hear people talking on the no side, especially in our environment today where Especially media, social media. There's not necessarily that empathy or understanding for the other side um, that maybe you and I would have if we were sitting down across the table from each other having a conversation. Exactly. Um, exactly.
1: So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, a tough one, and is like I said, it really the whole topic has made me more reflective it's almost like upon reflection and as people um our audience listens to this too is you know getting their thoughts as well because it does take either probably scenarios and friendships are immediately like, no, we can't discuss this and we'll be friends or no, I can't be your friend <laughs> because of this. Um, yeah. it, it is a very, it's specific to the individuals and it is a very more prevalent um, factor in the way we develop all of our relationships in this, in this era. It is yeah. and I think I think, as much
0: as it is individual between the and we all have our own beliefs, mm-hmm. I do think there's benefit to um, having friends who have different political views, maybe again, maybe not the complete opposite side, but um you know, I have over the past several years in particular, made an effort to you know read media that is not necessarily aligned with what I think um, Mm -hmm. so that I can better understand. Because I think one of the challenges right now and we're seeing friendships and families that are really suffering from the difference in in political viewpoints, and I think part of it is that echo chamber we were talking about. Um, And it is difficult to have empathy for, quote, the other side if you don't know anybody who fits into that category. So, you know, friendships have a role in maybe breaking down some of those barriers too. So, there's value to mm-hmm. working to maintain friendships with people who, you know, don't always agree with you politically. But it is hard and to talk about.
1: It is. And that's a great point to wrap up. We just have a moment or two, but bringing it back to that friendships. Are the place and should be the place where you can work on that together and see what's best for the friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there. Are,
1: topic. Yeah. It's <laughs> an interesting
0: topic. I'm sure there are many more things we could be saying on it, but for today, today we're gonna we're gonna uh, step back from the flaming <laughs> topic of politics and friendships. <laughs> Thank you
1: everybody for listening and we will see you on the next episode. Thank you all. Bye for now.